0: Welcome to SPR, Scion Pirate Radio, your source for news, too newsy for prime time. Perusing through the FTL communication network, I stumbled on a couple tidbits of truth. There was a weird happenstance with a ship called the LWSS Lelantis. Everything was normal with the ship, and then, poof, it just disappeared. Ships were dispatched to the last known location, but there was no trace of the ship the area it disappeared is known for high energy spikes, but reports say there was an abnormally high amount, and so the search was cut short, and it is assumed the ship succumbed to some type of power storm. More news on the Novman Dynamics salvage crew came up as well. This just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Seems the gentleman in the cryo chamber was named Walter, but would only give up that he, in fact, has a last name. Getting power to the station was on the docket until they ran into some more of those creepy suits, and then, if I've got this decrypted right, a mechanized loader that I quote, had a cryogenically frozen head included, that came out of the loader at some point. I'll tell ya, I don't believe it, if nothing else, because if it were real, well, I'm in the wrong universe. Luckily, it also says that the loader was disabled, so we'll have to see what comes of that next time on SPR. Now back to your regular programming of Call of the Scion, I Have the Range Advantage. Aiden and Dante find themselves in... A big cargo bay on the inside of Aris Station, which is a science station that you guys are have been kind of going through and figuring out how to get stuff off this station, and there's been some bad things happening, and where you're at right now, you have uh, Aiden, you're having a little bit of a hard time seeing <laughs> out, of your, out of your helmet. And your helmet, if you remember, is, is enclosed, completely enclosed, and you have cameras that you, you are looking out of. Unfortunately, those cameras are covered. Uh, an eyeball on each one right now, you're venting uh, your internal atmosphere of your spacesuit out because you have a circular punct- set of puncture holes from uh, teeth of uh, something that skull with- had its teeth filed down. Kind of bit into your side. If I remember right, it's, I picture it as your left side, just like, you know, six inches under your underarm, kind of grabbed you there. And that came from that skull thing, head on a, like an umbilical uh, spine type of thing that it was inside of a loader that's kind of over on the other side of the loading dock, kind of inside one of the the kind of structures that's holding stuff as it was trying to get at at Dante, who ended up grabbing onto the spinal cord as it went flying across this thing uh, with no uh, uh, gravity in here. It was an easy sailing across, and rather humorously, uh, we came up with uh, uh, Dante was like, yeah, as I'm going past, the IR connected just as I'm going past, so you didn't get that Doppler effect that you'd normally get. You just got... As you went flying by. (laughs) And uh, you also have Pill running over to you uh, with, you know, using mag boots on the the loading dock here. And just in your speaker, you can hear thunk, 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 because she has it connected. And you're right at the end. But she's coming over, not with a gun or anything like that. It looks like she found, like, something to grab onto this thing. Not to kill it, not to do anything like that. Like a big tarp or a blanket or something like that that she can throw over and, and kind of contain it. Uh Oh, she found a, like... You know how you strap down, like, bigger things? You kind of have, like, a, a netting-type thing. Then, then you have, like, little bungee stuff that you can kind of grip it on. That's what she's got. Uh She found a, a chain-based one that she was coming over with to, you're guessing, throw around the, the thing. Uh... And so you find yourself there, uh, you are moving through here to go get power on. Uh, you are going through the loading dock, you've got a server room, and then you've got the power room or the generator room that based on the map you got from from Walter, uh, who's in the other area, kind of sending you this way, and as pill is is running over, she's like, "Okay, I, I can get it, don't kill it, don't kill it." got a little late on that one. Well, I mean.
1: It started dead. How how sure can we be that we've done anything worse to it?
2: Still study all the mechanics on it. I mean, all we do is fry it. Um, I can not get my eyes cleaned off though.
1: <laughs> uh, literally, the eyes cleaned off of my cameras. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sure, there's an eyewash station.
0: <laughs> uh, this is you've seen some in this uh, in this place. Uh, it is it is a science based place, so there have been some eye wash stations for sure.
2: They don't typically operate without liberal. atmosphere very well.
0: <laughs> true, true, and that you'd have water to make sure pressure. they have water pressure and all that type of stuff. So it's likely the generator. So, um, like that in your in your toolbox, you've got rags and stuff like that. I'm sure that you'd just pull one off and kind of wipe them down. Uh,
2: more concerning, more concerning also, as I can see, uh, the uh a piece of tape start trying to
0: do some of the uh at least really slow the venting of my suit here. Okay uh you certainly have a couple like that uh dante needed to use one uh just a little bit earlier so you have you have two on you uh it's going to take uh about four of these patches to patch that size of a hole like they were designed to like really get get one little puncture spot so you end up using um pill as well has uh two so she gives you one and you use all of them so you have one one uh bit of tape left that you have on you.
2: Uh, fortunately, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was a whole lineup of of fresh suits uh, just sitting on the wall, not far away, uh, with fresh patches to have an extra supply uh, and maybe take more than the standard issue uh, for, with um, due to the um, current circumstances. Um, might need uh, a couple more.
0: Yep, yep. You're able to find some more uh, in the in the loading dock for sure. Um, your your oxygen like that depleted a little bit. Um, there are charging stations, but most of them are again are going to work off of generator power. So, and of course, back on your ship too, you have everything you need to recharge. You know, the oxygen in your suit and stuff like that as well. Of course, if you remember, there were also three uh, three suits of other things, people, skeletons, whatever they were, kind of wandering out the uh, intersection towards the ship. Or the exit to the station, not necessarily going to your ship. You don't, you're not sure on where they were going, but you didn't see them when you looked down that hall either, so. Like they're gonna spacewalk to our ship. Doubtful. Downfall. Of course not. That would, they would never do that. It's crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything else you want to do in the, the loading dock area here? Anything you're looking yeah, for?
2: Uh, let's go through the locker, um, there's some uh, other military-grade equipment, um, such that I, I'm not going to use a gun if my friend is in the melee engagement with a creature and use lethal weapons. But um, at a range, uh, you know, pistols and plasma weapons, or what else, wherever else you can find in that this particular locker, um, are perfectly viable
0: um, solutions when when dealing with things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, you're able to find some. Like that, in there you used a stun baton, kind of a, a rather uh, potent stun baton, uh, which you hit the uh, um, detached head in the face with, that caused it to kind of pop. Uh, so you have that for sure, and there were you know various I, there you can definitely find some pistols, um, stuff like that. Uh, you do find a small plasma launcher, uh, not not a big one. But think of superheated plasma and has a way to contain that and goes out. Why is it every time we, we play, people message me when we're playing? Anyways.
2: Uh, so, uh, so now I have a small plasma launcher, you're saying?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, the one thing to remember with that, uh, you know, in the engineering world that, that you're from, uh, plasma tends to melt through things very, very well. Uh, so in, you know, spaceships, uh, they they tend to be not used as much for, you know, reasons. Uh, but very good if you need to get through some things. Uh, this one's a smaller one, so it's not producing any, any major amount of plasma. But think, you know, like a one-inch ball uh, of plasma that goes out. So
2: it, It'll cut to a military-grade door,
0: right? With enough shots, yep, yep, yep. Uh as long as it's got the power cells to do it, it'll it'll go through stuff for sure.
1: I'm definitely not rated for zero G combat, so anything more than a pistol is just gonna have me flipping and turning and all sorts, so I gotta take the smallest thing available.
2: I'm gonna make a makeshift like little scrap on my back, so I got the baton on the back, the plasma gun in hand, and
0: then a pistol on the side. <laughs> I love this. You got the engineer who's who tends to fix things and everything is like, we got into some fights and like all of a sudden you look like Rambo walking into into something like, okay, I'm ready for this. <laughs> Not that heavy. I mean, we're in zero g here. I mean, I oh,
2: yeah, can no, really no. load up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, it's just the the picture I have in my head of of you like decked to the teeth uh, with weapons now. I love it.
1: So, it uh, an aside needs to be made with Pill here at some point, and basically, like she has her two. I mean, we, we we're the shit crew. We got the shit assignment. Like this would be like if you're in the postal work, you know, they assign you to the Arctic station. Like this is just where you go so they get rid of you. Uh, she if she really wants to recover anything on the station, does she want the two shit tier members? Now that we know combat is necessary, like, does she want us doing this, or does she want to call in, like, a D crew, like a, like a destruction crew, to just do a sweep of the station, terminate everything they see, and then have the recovery crew come in and re- actually recover? Like, we, we are now above and beyond the, our means in this contract. Does she want the contract to f- likely fail because of this, or does she want to bring in an additional solution?
0: Uh, as you're talking to her, she'll look at you and say, uh, you're, I'm not quite sure exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) To be honest, you're in, in the world, uh, this one, like you're the recovery crew. You're the, you're the everything crew. You're the, you're the thing that goes in and, and does it. If they find stuff they super want and you guys don't end up bringing stuff back, they'll send, they'll send in a crew afterwards. But why send, why send out a crew if you guys can get through it?
1: Uh, it's just a numbers game. And if this company is bad at numbers, that's on them. That's not on us. Uh, they have a 15% chance to recover what they want out of here or a 75% chance. And if they want to go with
0: the 15%, hey, man, I'll fail a job for them. That's fine. And she clarifies ultimately through through conversation. She's like, you know, Sure, 15%, but if you, if that 15% pays off, we don't have to pay the other, (laughs) the other side a lot to send out a specialized crew, uh, to do this. Or a super specialized crew.
2: Spaceships must be cheap.
0: Cheaper. Cheaper. Uh, so a quick look through here. Again, anything else you guys are specifically looking for in the, uh, docking area here, or not the docking, the storage area. Uh you can take a look through and see if you can find, otherwise server room and power generation are are next um of of the
1: things that are gonna stand in front of us uh like locked doors are there emergency supplies available like things they would have used if they needed to get through a door? Um and I know that the plasma gun is but I'd re- I have uses in my head for the ammo for that plasma gun that don't include <laughs> getting through doors. Um so do they have like not welders
0: but cutters? Cutters. Mhm. Uh you can find you can find a a small plasma cutter that's made to do like paneling, yeah, uh, can be serviced for, you know, cutting through a door that type of stuff. For sure. Um what fuel source does it use? Uh, it has a little canister of of gas that it uses for it. Uh, uh,
1: I'm going to do uh just just covering our bases. Uh, and this is in line with my profession. I'm going to do a quick little search for uh something that can be used to rig that canister. It's just a small canister. You could carry it with you. You could sneak it through an airport almost. Uh, just to rig it to you know in an emergency. Uh, stop being a canister that contains the gas and more of a canister that explosively releases the gas.
0: Ah. Uh, So, uh, yes, you can certainly do that. You've got enough stuff in here. Uh, Using some of your, you know, chemical type of knowledge, you've got a bunch of weapons that have various ammunition, things like that. Uh, If you were to take some of that... uh, You've got primers, you've got kind of explosive devices and things like that, so strapping it onto the side of this thing, so you can take, in essence, you know, one cartridge type of idea. A lot of it's caseless, so you can take one of those caseless, strap it there with a primer on it, uh, hook up, you know, a little device to set it off, and that would rupture the side of that canister, and you suddenly have a makeshift uh, explosive device. So give me a roll uh, that how well you're going to do that. This 50. is going to be a 50 roll. Ooh, I have rolled a 62.
1: Okay. So it feels like I didn't even need a professional bonus. But
0: with profession, I guess that makes it a 72. Okay. So I'm guessing what you do uh, is kind of strap it to the side so you can still use it as a cutter if you need to, but also you can press the F- other button and toss it, and away it goes. Perfect.
2: Um, are there any players um, or any other uh, lighting devices that would work in a, a zero um, at a condition, uh, sort of other light sources that you can just lie around and set up?
0: Uh, there's some there's definitely some you know uh, flashlights and and small stuff um, uh, going through them, you end up finding like two flashlights that still have some power in it. Uh, there's more if you could charge them up uh, type of idea.
2: Start setting them up in the the corridors. Just keep an eye on the corridor, any of the open corridors. It's still and pretty dark in here outside of our um, generated light. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you can kind of go back the way you came a little bit and just kind of set up a couple flashlights kind of keep that lit up a bit.
2: I'm down. It's not going to catch us by surprise.
0: You'll see it coming, for better or worse. Well, I mean, I, I got range now, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. So moving on, you guys kinda get all your stuff up, you get it together. You spend, you know, probably a half hour, forty minutes getting, you know, a makeshift uh grenade set up, kinda get those flashlights set up back in the, the hallways and stuff like that. Uh and you move forward. Uh the next room ultimately there's some hallway. Um they're not directly connected rooms. So you go through a, you know, a section of just hallway kind of getting, and again, this kind of circular a little bit, so you're not walking straight down the hall, so you're not looking straight down and seeing the next room. You kind of have to move to to see what's going on. And you come into the server room, and this thing is not, don't think like, oh, it's just a little server room, you know, it's a little closet type of thing. This is probably, you know, a 100 foot by 100 foot by 100 foot Room packed with computers. Um, it does not look like this was like for, for what you've seen in this station and kind of the map you're looking at. This, there's a lot of computers here, a lot, a lot of computers here. Um, like you've seen, and they're all off, they're all off. Yep, no power's going to them, but this is this isn't a small operation like. You've seen some smaller companies have smaller server rooms than than this for for running the company
2: um let's start just uh disconnecting the servers from the main station I mean
1: on the one hand, we're here to retrieve, but on the other hand, we do want the door to open to release uh Walter yeah mm-hmm. but
2: we don't need a uh what whatever the computer system that this thing is running. We do not want it active. If we power this thing up and this station immediately identifies us as hostiles, they have military-grade weaponry here, and who knows what sort of automated defense systems they could have hidden in this thing. There's no... Uh, we want to make sure that anything that would supply any intelligence to any such automated defense systems would be completely disabled. We just want general power. We don't
1: want... I, in In universe, there's no artificial
0: intelligence, right? Not that you know of
1: there's yeah were you not att- just attacked by a flying electronic skull electronic I got is bit the by wrong it. word um <laughs> it wasn't powered by electronics um it didn't like it didn't have a battery that that you saw and even if it did how many years has this station been in shutdown mode that this thing was running off a battery That that's crazy talk it wasn't battery powered, it wasn't electronic. It was our
2: estimate of batteries here. All the doors are battery powered that we've come across and it's all been perfectly functional. Like
1: what what are you trying to claim here? That the batteries aren't good enough. Those batteries weren't running for the X amount of time the station spent down, but that dude in the loader would have had to been alive and running off of battery power for that amount of time or else it
2: wouldn't wouldn't just standby. It probably has a standby mode that uses very low
1: power. The doors, n- at no point were ever completely powered down either. The doors aren't using battery to just sit there closed. Um, I'm all for sabotage. I love it.
2: I'm not sabotage, I'm just saying disconnect. Start unplugging the thing.
1: Yeah, but since you don't understand how they're connected, that is literal sabotage, you won't connect them back up the same way if we go, oh shit, we do need these computers. This uh, salvage. And then on the second hand, uh, what is the volume of 100 by 100 by 100, Rob? Uh, we have enough salvage to fill the ship, in our entire ship with just computers. Come back yeah. with a whole ship full of computers, and come back again. Yeah. So, what cables are you unhooking in this 100 by 100 by 100 volume? All of them, or just the just the right ones, just the correct ones? Like
2: probably just the power. Li- they probably have a, a like per line, like a, a power cable that you'd be able to follow a power cable. Just make sure they don't power up.
1: True. It's true. We're not trying to like un- disconnect the the data connections. We just care about like the main power rail.
2: I mean, you want to start the documentation process, but I, I just want to make sure these things don't power up. Like, they're in a dormant state right now. We prevent them from getting power. We preserve all the data as it as it currently exists on server systems. That to me is the very definition of selfish. Let that some other Weird IT geeks somewhere else out there (laughs) deal with the, uh, data recovery off the servers and how they all go together. We just power them down. Take them as they are. And also make sure they don't connect back to whatever the heck they're supposed to be doing in the station. In case they're, like, we power this, we power up the station and start sending out a distress signal to whoever originally owned the company. They're protecting this thing with military grade hardware and very strange Defensive skull-like creatures that I don't even know. I just don't want this thing sending a message out. So let's just power. Simple, just unhook the power cords to the server rows and try to get the power back on the station.
1: I think. I think it would be easy to convince Pill that you, you're you're concerned there will be a, a data wipe procedure if we power them back on and and the station is in a defunct state like it is. And certainly none of the trials we've had the tribulations we've had up to this point have required any of these servers to be running at any point like so uh but i think that works on the, for the other hand on me like i don't think them coming back up is going to necessarily worsen our state we've had a pretty shit time with them off uh, i i think having them on we'd be in the exact same position but uh and I could see Pill easily saying like, "No, you know, I need to know what's going on right now."
0: But I think the data wipe concern might convince her. And yeah, she's she's there talking to you it's like that as you guys are going through this. She's like, "I'm perfectly good either way. If you know, you guys are the the experts for salvaging this area again, right? Um, if we turn it off and it preserves the data." cool we can look at it later if you think it's necessary for for being able to go through the station and, and take care of things and like you were saying if it needs to be on to kind of get the doors open to go into the uh the place with Walter uh then we can leave them on I'm good either way just as long as you're not taking a hammer to them and destroying them uh or other various means whatever you want yeah exactly uh she as as uh Aiden kind of does the motion for like cocking a shotgun type of idea she's like yeah that's not that I would say no to but unplugging them sure go for it if you want to keep them plugged in go for it I think there's something to be said for reading through
1: the emails leading up to or not the emails the the communications leading up to the station shutting down Uh, and the things we would learn could very potentially save our lives Aiden Uh, I think remaining ignorant of the things that were going on in the station contained in these servers could lead us to just blundering into things.
0: Um, Pillow also says, you know, we've got... There's been some uh, terminals and stuff like that in various places. With this type of station, uh, likely those will come up and have some stuff stored on them individually without having to connect to the main servers. So, like that, if you think you can plug them back in you know, these servers back in if we need to right now, we can unplug them and then go through some of the terminals and see if it's necessary for it or or anything like that. If they're dummy terminals and they need a central server up.
1: (coughs) Uh, I think in my mind that reinforces getting all these unplugged.
0: So I'm with you, Aiden.
1: These terminals are the very salvage we're going after.
0: I mean... Yeah, Pill agrees. She's like, we're we're... Gonna take some hard drives and, and stuff like that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so you guys,
2: drive,
0: you guys start uh, start going through here uh, with the number and the fact that again this is this isn't your run of the mill type of uh, off the shelf components. Uh, this is going to be a hard roll to to get these all connected in the right way without doing anything to them. So hard is is ultimately seventy percent. Uh, to do this, so you want to give me a role to go through and disconnect them properly, and make sure that the power is disconnected right.
1: Uh, my role would be to make sure that the power is disconnected wrong. Uh, so maybe Aiden could take this one.
0: <laughs> uh, so I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so what that still might work. Not a critical failure though. <laughs> so what does that look like? I mean
2: I just ra- ra- yanked on the the, the the biggest, beefiest looking cord looked like it was power, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not powered up, so you couldn't tell whether it was right or wrong, like they don't go boom. Like they're
0: off to start with, so when you pull it Okay. I mean, it looks like, yeah, from, from your perspective, you're like, okay, I, I yanked a cable. It's, they're all connected to, you know, a few different cables here and there, and, and one has that kind of powery-looking look to you that you've seen in, you know, you're an engineer, you know what a power cable looks like. And this is, like, the rest of them look like data cables, right? This is the one that was beefy, chunky, like, yeah, you need, you need some amperage that's going to go into these things. There's a lot of electricity that's running through them. And disconnected it. Everything's fine.
1: Can I at least double check his work? Sure. Perfect. I'll get ready to roll a three.
0: An eighty three. Okay. Uh he he didn't disconnect the right cable. Okay. Um and and there's as- Again I could could do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the question is: Do you uh, want to tell him he disconnected the wrong one?
1: I mean, there's no downside. <clears throat> yes, I will. I will state out loud. I, I think he has disconnected the wrong cable.
0: I have no actual proof, though.
2: So. I'll go and look at
0: the other end of the cable. Do I agree with the statement? You're you're not sure at this point. You're like I thought I had the right one. You you, you don't know. You don't know. Start yanking a bunch of other cables if you'd like. Uh, What cable should I pull, then?
2: And then I'll I'll pull whatever cable you point out at me.
0: In my
1: long profession, I have found it has been the red one that you cut first. (laughs) Uh,
0: Whether or not that applies here, I'd still end up cutting the red one. Yep, there's definitely... Definitely a few different red cables that are connected up to the kind of racks. Um, cause I'm guessing like that, you guys found kind of a more central area. So you've got a bunch of like bundles of cables and things like that going into the racks, uh, that look like, you know, lines that go out either to connect power or communication or various things like that. And so, you know, here you've got a bunch of different colored cables and bundles that are wrapped with different colors and all sorts of stuff like that. So, so do you pull the pull the red one?
2: Yeah, let's go for it. Okay.
0: So you yank, you know, there's, there's about three or four red ones that you, you know, disconnect. Um, you're being more careful. You're not in a hurry to, like, cut the cables. So, like, you're, you know, they've got some pretty beefy connectors on them. So you're, like, the other one you had to unscrew to pull out type of idea. So they've got, you know... Plugged in and then screwed down to make sure they stay in there. So you're unscrewing them and pulling out red cables uh, and get them all undone. So you're, as far as you know, you should be disconnected. You're pretty sure like that. We'll say you wrote down, you know, this red one goes into this port, this one goes into this port, um, and spending some, some time doing that.
1: So meticulous.
0: Well, you said you mentioned that you'd want to be able to, like, undo it if you needed to, so. You're not pressed for time at the moment, so you've got the time to to kind of do that, I would assume. Unless, unless Aiden, you're like, nah, my character wouldn't do that. He doesn't care. Eh, I do it by the book. Okay. you got time. All right. So you guys have disconnected, as far as you know, uh, the server bank here. And uh, like that, on the map that you see, you've got the server room, and then down the hall a little ways is the generator room. Um, let's
1: leave Pill at the exit of the server room as a lookout. Depending how far away the the power room is, would you say it's a
0: hundred feet or yeah, like two or three hundred feet? So not not huge distance. Um, but the way that the
1: corridors curve, she wouldn't be able to contact us anyway. Um, Well. Um. No, let's take her with us. Uh, the power is where everything's gonna go south. The server room was too easy. Well, <laughs>
2: alternatively, we can just start loading up the servers and taking them out of the ship, on um, one at a time. Yeah, okay, we've we got a salvage operation. Are we? Uh, I I could I could use definitely use a recharge, and then at least we got one computer out of the salvage. Things start going south, or we went out empty-handed.
0: Bill says that she, um, she'd prefer to get the power on, uh, mainly because, uh, well, uh, some things are really important. Walter is in a self-contained area of the station, and who knows how long his atmosphere is going to last, and it would be, be nice to keep him alive. All right. Yeah. She's the boss. Get the power on. I mean, she, again, she says she's like, if you think he'll, he'll last as long as it needs, you, I'm good with either way, uh, but... You know taking him now versus later doesn't doesn't matter to me keeping him alive does, so I don't
1: know if I find his testimony more reliable than the communications on the servers um, He seems unstable, but uh yeah, power would give us a lot more options. power would make it so every time we're fighting a dude and our suits get punctured, we're not fighting two f- battles
0: mm-hmm, okay uh. You guys uh, take pill with you and you start walking down the corridor. Again, you're walking through what looks like well carved out, well placed, like you're sure that behind these walls there's you know insulation and everything to kind of keep heat and everything in, kind of keep the atmosphere in the right way for, for people. Uh, nice bright white walls. Uh, nothing looks like it's been burned, scorched or otherwise in here. And you get down and in, into the generator room. Uh, this looks like, um, you know, it looks in pristine condition in here. Um, nothing looks broken. You're not seeing cables anywhere. You're not seeing, like, somebody destroyed the, the generator or anything like that. There doesn't look to be any scorch marks. There's nothing, nothing out of place in the generator room. Uh, you know, these generators also look like they're some of the larger self-contained models. Uh, some of them, you know, they take different fuel sources and stuff like that. So you're you're guessing either nuclear or something else in these things to kind of keep them running. Um, but they are they are powered down. And in on the front end of one of them, there's just a terminal with a cursor on it that's just blinking. All right,
2: the power up procedure.
0: Good. Okay, uh, you go over to the terminal, tell it to power on, and you start. You know, feeling the vibrations through the floor of these things kind of humming to life, right? Again, no atmosphere, so you're not getting any sound feedback from anything around you, but you can kind of feel that vibration through your through your boots as, as they start coming online. The lights start coming up. You can tell that, uh, you know, that fluorescent type of light, you know, that wonderful mercury-filled vapor tubes start flickering on. Lights are flickering all over the place, uh, and things start coming up and then then things start going a little weird at this point. you hear in a chorus, right um, the you hear more hums coming through the station as well, uh specifically uh as the atmosphere starts coming back on and filling the area. You can tell that the servers are coming back online. You can get enough audio from your suits, they're like, okay, we've got some atmosphere. We're picking up some actual audio stuff. You can hear discs spinning up, all that type of stuff going on in the other place. Uh, And you hear over the radio system a chorus Father, we are coming. We cannot hear you. And it sounds like that. Something like three voices that you hear. Uh, with that, too, over the the speakers, uh, you hear uh, Walter come over the, the intercom to you, and he goes, ah, gentlemen, thank you very much. I appreciate you getting the power back on. Definitely needed that. And uh, with that, I say adieu to you. And you suddenly get the feeling of, like, an earthquake. And you can hear through everything a pop. And looking now at the terminal that's on the... You know, there's a couple terminals in this area. Uh, video cameras started spinning up. You started getting from this room kind of, like, maybe a little bit of control. You Because, you know, technicians would want to know with power's on in the other room, right? Uh, you see... Two views you see one for the room that Walter was in with the cryo chamber. you see him go into a door and then it you look over at another window and it looks like there's a camera outside of the station, kind of on the outside and that rumble you saw was part of the asteroid that you 're on just exploding out from the station and then there's just a little like a escape pod, like a little small spaceship that just pops out of the station and takes off, and kind of as you're looking at to the right of that station, you see uh, another uh, terminal start spinning up, uh, and Walter Eris Enterprises flashes up as the splash screen before going on to kind of give status of what's going on in the station. And you hear this low through the intercoms. You continue to hear, Father! Father!
1: Aiden, it's always the 1% screwing over the workers
0: like us. Go ahead and give me a fear roll on this one. Because at this point, Walter has left the station, and you're pretty sure, based on the, the amount of voices in the chorus you're hearing, those three suit guys suits whatever it is uh are headed your way
1: i've
2: rolled a 76 37
0: all right you can each take two fear for succeeding uh, but why what why isn't this as scary as like like you're on a station you're pinned down a hallway that's at the end uh walter's going to get help <laughs> <laughs> uh. I love it.
2: I'm holding a plasma rifle.
1: <laughs> ah. Makes me just as scared of you as it makes me as scared of <laughs> as the skeleton scum. Down, so I don't... That deserves a separate fear roll.
0: The engineer's looking around and just pulls out the plasma rifle. <laughs> Let's do this. I love it. I love it. Uh, so what do you what do you two want to do? What's your plan here? Pretty sure something's... You're pretty sure based on that something's coming your way. How much... It's never been clear to me if there is artificial gravity or if even in atmosphere we're using Magboots here. Uh, You were using Magboots. There was no atmosphere and there was no gravity. As the power's coming on, though, you do feel yourself settled down in your spacesuit. So gravity is coming up on the station. As well as you definitely now you're you can tell based on, you know, you've got some readouts in your in your helmet that are giving you information, and the audio that you're getting isn't from a direct communication line like wireless or IR to your helmets. It's coming through the audio pickups on your helmet. Because the atmosphere has, has started being piped in.
1: Alright. Um I would like to exit the power room and walk enough down the hallway to plant a a small fuel canister for a plasma cutter. Mm -hmm. um, Such that it doesn't leave it doesn't curve so far as it leaves IR range. I need to be able to hit it with IR. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also don't want to go far enough that I can see three dudes walking towards us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Put the canister not in the middle of the floor, just off to the side a little
0: bit. March on back to our door. Okay, so between the generator room and the server room? Absolutely correct. Okay.
2: There, is there any other way other than this hallway for anything to get to us that we're aware of? Just
0: not that you're aware Nothing on the map says that they can they can come from a weird angle that you know of. Um, you know, it's it's not... It doesn't show everything with a station, like, especially, you know, with with you doing a lot of engineering-based stuff. You look at blueprints and stuff like that. This isn't a blueprint-style map. This is a general like overview like hey where's the bathroom type of map right um, so it it's not showing ducks it's not showing anything like that so if, you know to say they can't you're like okay there could be stuff like that but you know the vents you're looking at they aren't huge also that like a lot of stuff but you know something small could get through there uh, but definitely the, from what you can see based on the map type that you've got this is, they'd have to come through that hallway they need to ditch their suits to do like a vent or something. So you guys get that set up. Uh, you doing anything else, Aiden? Other than like readying the plasma rifle?
2: Um, staring down that hallway and preparing to shoot anything
0: that is not looked like uh, a human being. A live human being. Okay. So you guys get set up. Um, after a short while you can start hearing some some noise of shuffling coming from down, uh, It's like that. You've got audio, special audio pickups in your helmet and stuff like that, so you can crank up the gain and things like that to kind of be able to hear. Uh, You hear the shuffling in. You start getting the audio for, Father, we are here. And your audio pickups get the idea that they're starting to do stuff to the servers in the room. Servers in the server room. That's probably fine, right? They're professionals.
1: They know what they're doing.
0: Uh, uh, Pill says, I would like it if they weren't destroying the stuff. And she'll look at Aiden and go, I, I know you're not going to like this, uh, but I'd prefer if you weren't firing plasma rounds in-, in the server room, if at all possible. If you think you can do it without hitting servers, cool on you. Go for it. Uh, but, you know, that data on there would be would be pretty nice to have. Uh, my canister is also going to work
1: rather poorly in that environment. Um, can we draw them down the corridor? That's, that's the money right there. That's the golden ticket. We, we get their attention, fire a couple of safe shots, get them to engage us, we retreat down the hallway, choke point them, blow them up, plasma them, save the day. I'll go home. How about that?
0: Alright. Easy peasy. I hope. We don't roll 10s. <laughs> <laughs> you don't accidentally blow up random things. So how are you going to get their attention? Audio's working. Uh, we could do the fake out. We
1: could say that we have found their father, and he happens to be this way. Uh, I don't think we'll be persuasive enough. Tell them don't.
2: the truth. We, we, we watched Walter leave on this,
1: on this TV. Come check out this TV. Oh, you think he's their father? Creepy. Ah! Uh, <clears throat> sure, sure. I'm, I'm sure they would love to watch him leave rather than, um, and then the fallback is, of course, put a couple of bullets into him, and,
0: and that, you know, they're not going to like that, right? That gets their attention. You, you continue as you guys are discussing how to get them. You hear, Father, why won't you talk to us? And you can kind of hear tapping on servers, cables. Okay. Cables. Uh
1: Rob, can you play Walter's last message through an external speaker on your getup? Uh, um I assume that we'd be recording
2: automatically what we encountered sure. uh,
0: on the suit. So yeah,
2: we can probably just uh play it back.
0: Yeah, you guys you guys probably have a full array of, of being recording all the time, uh, as part of the contract, because they'd want to be able to like that any audio and stuff like that you know pills pills getting unless you guys are specifically doing things like you guys have mentioned hey we're doing a direct ir connect connect uh and so disconnecting that your audio from going it's still recording kind of around you at all times but yeah you've got some r- some recording going on so you could pull that up if if you are correct and they think he's father
1: then i think his last message of specifically um adieu like he was bidding us farewell i think him now bidding them farewell from down this
0: hallway would definitely grab their attentions okay you go ahead and you know it takes a it takes you know a minute or two to go rewind get the right spot on the audio and then you pop it and you were playing it through just a a speaker on your your suit or trying to connect up to the the station pa system how are you doing that or what uh, was your it's plan? In, it's
2: in the station PA system.
1: The suit
0: would give them something to
1: follow, and we do sort of want to draw them down a hallway. Uh, coming over the PA system, they're just like, well, it's from somewhere, I guess, and they'll continue ripping up servers. If you, if you just do it from the power room PA, at least that would give them a source to follow. Well, how about the hallway PA? Hallway's fine by me.
0: Okay. Let's say, let's say you do both. You do the, the, um, generator PAs. You're able to, to get those kind of hooked up. There's nothing in the station that's stopping you from using the PA system. Um, you, you just connect up to it and it's like, okay, where do you want to say something's happening? And you pick the hallway, you know, you pick the, the generator room and you, you play that. Uh, as soon as you play that, uh, and because you're, you're not, it's not a wireless, it's not a communication that's going through things, it's actually like you know, um, like Dante said, it's kind of directional for them they're speaking, you kind of had this drone in the background, you know father, talk to us, that type of stuff going on, uh, that stops others still here, near father and the shuffling starts, does start coming down towards you uh now, being set up you kind of got your line of sight, right? You've got your line of sight to this, you know, uh plasma cutter that's got some additions onto it uh as well as uh in my head, again, this is my head, but uh Aiden, tell me how you see it. Like you're not you're not a combat person, you're not anything like that. So, your version of ready with this plasma rifle is I've got you laying down on your stomach like looking through looking down the rifle like ready to do it so you're not like in a position like hiding anywhere you're just like okay I'm gonna see them as best as I can type of idea that's what I've got in my head is that my
2: assumption is they do not they do not they do not have plasma rifles themselves so I have the range advantage and that is what I'm going to take advantage of I'm
0: aiming I
2: am ready okay to...
0: perfect I, I love I'm that done. I've got I've got you've got Dante with like a little trigger that he's got Holding on to, ready to just press the button and like looking down the hallway, and then you're got you doing that um coming around the corner, these three things come around the corner now uh Dante, you saw them, you saw them turn and look at you, you know what's in these suits, you've kind of got in your head it's it's okay, right that something's going on here that that that's this way uh all three of them again, like the first suit that you saw. There's skulls in there. There's a skeleton in there controlling these things as near as you can tell. Uh, however, Aiden, you didn't see them last time, and as they round that corner and Dante is pressing that button, you see the skulls in these things, the jaws that are that are kind of open, screaming at you. There they are. Stop them from hurting Father. You can give me a fear roll on this as as they come around the hall. Uh, 62. Okay, you succeed. Uh, I believe, uh, Dante, I gave you two for that, if I remember right. Uh, so, so Aiden, you get two as well on top of that. And the explosion, I'd say, goes off first. But, Dante, go ahead and give me a demolitions roll. Hello.
1: Wow. Demolitions.
0: See how many of them you can you can kinda catch in there. That's
1: my specialty. Ooh,
0: alright, so sixty one. Okay. Uh profession would put that up to seventy-one. Okay. Uh perfect. So this explosion, you know, you've got it you kinda mentioned you put it on kind of one side, so that way and all of the explosion kinda goes from I'm in my head on the right side of the the hallway, right? So they're coming in, that device takes two of them and just plasters them on the opposite wall, right? And you can see just in in slow-mo this explosion happening. One of them ended up a little bit far forward of where you were, so it's still moving forward, and it kind of... You can tell that it's buffeted by the explosion, so it ends up moving, but it looks like it's still got its mag boots on, so it doesn't go flying down the hallway. It just kind of buffets and bends forward, and uh again the skull the jaw drops open uh and in your uh earpiece you "Ah! no Uh, but the other two just in slow motion just kind of that explosion wraps around them and you can see the suits just get right up against the wall and just just pancake the the bubbles of their helmets just shatter and go onto the wall, and all of that just kind of falls to the floor as the explosion ends. Uh, and the first one starts moving again. At this point, I think Aiden, you had something you wanted to to do to it. pew pew. pew. All right, you just you just start pulling the trigger, right? I, I and just start going at it. So go ahead and give me a give me a roll for that. Eighty four. Eighty four. All right. So you Swiss cheese this suit. Uh, you see, like, the plasma doesn't even slow down going through what these are basically, you know, maybe a little bit upgraded from a civilian type of uh, space suit, but it's not, they're not made to be anything else. You can tell that, like, maybe the type of stuff on them, the, the accessories and things, like, there might be a better, you know, base computer in the the display The battery might be better in this type of idea. Uh, but you just swish cheese that. It's very easy. However, when you hit it, uh you just swish cheese it, it still continues walking towards you. However, the suit itself just kinda deflates a little bit, and kind of this you can now see that there's some type of armature in this. Uh on the outside you saw that you thought they might be stripes or something like that, but they look like metal type of armature on the outside of the suit as it continues to walk towards you. So, Dante... Not skeletons. What are you doing?
1: Uh, I am almost out of options. Uh, I only have a pistol to fall back onto, uh, and that doesn't seem like a better weapon than a plasma rifle. Uh... So the small holes I'll be able to do aren't going to stop this thing. Uh, I could just be a cheerleader and go be like, Stun baton, stun baton. Uh, I'm going to back up into the power room, because I don't want to be the first one to engage Mr. McNasty here. Uh, and fire him with a pistol. It's just going to shoot Aiden if he stands up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I'm just going to weigh my options. Uh eye up that vent system. <laughs> okay. Uh no, let let's seriously try to get the cover off the vent system. Okay.
0: Uh again, like that. You did that in the cryo room, so go ahead and give me a, this is a uh trivial roll. It's not hard for you to get it off, but
1: you say that.
0: But you're also under oh. duress here, so you want to get it off, I'm guessing, a little quickly. Uh, I've rolled a 26. 26. So you're fiddling. Uh, you haven't destroyed anything, but you it, the vent isn't coming off as easy as it was before. Uh, and so, you know, you're not able to get it fully off. You're just working on it to get it off. I'll take that small bit of incremental progress then. Okay. Aiden. So this suit is continuing to walk at you. Uh, you know, with your, with your profession... Uh, You do know, and based on what you saw in the cryo room, you know this thing's got a battery on it. And you're pretty sure, based on what you saw with the the fire that almost started in the cryo room and everything, how it was cut in half, the suit looks to be the same. You're pretty sure you know where that battery is.
2: Let's uh, hit the battery with the class
0: off. Okay. This is, since you're going for a very specific shot on this, this is going to be a hard roll. So this is a 70 to hit that battery. As it gets closer, uh, you might be able to, but then also you're gonna cause a battery uh fault closer to you. So um, easier but
2: more my chance then to hit the battery.
0: Well it's Well a ninety four. At least exceed. So what does this look like? You know you know how batteries work in this in this place. What is you know, you put a plasma round. Like you're literally putting hyper hyperheated stuff into a you know these batteries are have a lot of power density to them also uh that's why they tend to, to have a lot of problems. Uh, but what does it look like when you take superheated material and put it to highly dense power uh device?
2: Like got a little bomb going off like a little grenade package right right on them, except it's more of a a little bit more of a splashiness like it it would splash some um flammable material onto things. Okay. So it looks like a napalm balloon popping.
0: I like that. So as the as this uh, plasma round comes in, you know, it's kind of walking forward. It's got like a little device, like you know, in some spacesuits you see that it's got like a little box on the front right on your chest where you can hook up things to it. It's really easy, especially when you don't have as much dexterity, to have it right there where, where everything would work. That plasma round, slowly, you can just see it hitting that and entering it and then just that plasma itself the containment that it has to continue going down dissipates and it starts kind of bubbling out and the battery itself does the same thing melting kind of what's around it and just splatters superheated material all through that hallway and kind of disintegrates the entire suit um you have you know kind of the end of the arms probably up you know mid you know just over the the wrist on each side and then you know mid-calf is all that's left of this suit, other than being splattered everywhere as the gloves just kind of fall to the ground. A little bit of, you know, uh, skeleton comes popping out of the arms as they hit the ground, because the gravity's on now, uh, and just falls to the floor and stops. I'm glad this guy's on my crew.
2: So we got all all three
0: pursuers uh, um, are now down. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. The... Space suit in front of you, no more. Whatever was inside of it, definitely no more. Well maybe a few bits and bobs uh of it uh type of idea. Uh there's very large char marks in this hallway that was pristine as you walked down it. Uh going back through it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be less than less than perfect. So at this point, uh you guys kind of start going through the station, um and you don't find anything else that's popping out to, to harm you, anything like that. Uh, you do notice as you're going through the server room, all of these servers are on. There's just a ton of blinky lights going on, things like that, uh, that are happening. So, uh, and at this point, you start you start going through the the salvage process. You did mention that you wanted to do some looking around here before you kind of got that. You mentioned looking through some terminals, possibly... Um, and if there is anything else specifically other than just starting to pull stuff out, you wanted to do
1: their communications in particular have to give us some idea. I mean, there were people outside of spacesuits. Someone had to have broadcast something, either intra station or out of the station. Okay. Um, and the time frame we would know about when the last communication was, there should be a, pr- a pretty big gap between today and
0: whatever was last recorded, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you start going through some terminals uh, to start looking through communications and things like that. Uh, the first thing you start seeing is that this station itself was specifically made for Walter Eris. Uh, kind of what you're getting here is is it was definitely for him, specifically. There was something... It, it's it's a bit vague on exactly what he was doing. It mentions scientific research, um, advanced, uh, advanced algorithms, uh, um, pattern matching, uh, that type of stuff kind of comes up on here um, for it. Uh, it does mention the cryo chamber and kind of going through that. It... The, what you're seeing, though, is that as you're going through this communication and and looking stuff in timelines and a little bit like that, right, you can spend, you know, at this point, you're going to spend a day or two kind of going through this type of stuff. So kind of... You know, Pill's not in a specific Hurry to get everything off So you've got some time to kind of go through it Because once you get into the actual salvage You're going to bring in some of the, you know, transports From your ship and stuff like that You're going to spend another, you know, week getting everything out Taking things apart to get it out of the station That type of stuff So she's like, you know, a day or two of finding more information If there's anything interesting or maybe you know, her thing too is she's like, if you find anything else, like there's hidden areas on the station that would be containing something, you know, it'd be good to know about that rather than just leaving it. So she lets you spend, you know, a couple days type of idea going through logs and looking at it. The station was originally made around, um, less of kind of that hard sciences type stuff. Like you came in, there was, you know, You're looking at chemicals that were in there. You were looking at um, microscopes, all that type of stuff. You have a cryo chamber. None of that is mentioned in the timeline. The other thing you notice is that that big server bank that you have disconnected right now is on, but it is not communicating out. And what you're communicating with is a general... like. In the stuff in the station, there's just generally servers stored in various places. Like in the cryo chamber, you had that big terminal. That's a server set up itself. You're communicating through all of those. It's completely disconnected, as far as you can tell, from this server room. Like this server room is something separate. And what you're seeing is that at the beginning of this station that Walter was doing was this server room. It was set up to do like that pattern matching. It mentions, you know uh linguistics. It mentions that type of stuff, but it's, it's not specific on what it was doing necessarily. It's kind of just around that kind of that corporate speak, like, you know, a CEO would be like, well, what is this thing doing for us? Well, it's going to be able to, you know, better look at language. It's going to better do some pattern matching. It's going to be able to look at, you know, as we're doing stuff, like you want to be able to tell a ship and its name further off from the station and stuff like that. And, and that, and so that's kind of the initial look at this. As it goes on, you start seeing that Walter started ordering stuff to set up specifically the cryo chamber. Um, It's not mentioned why he bought that stuff, or the fact that he started working on a cryo chamber, but he was able to go through, create a cryo chamber, and freeze himself. And it is at that point in the, the logs that you see that, based on his permissions, he shut the station down, just flat out. He, it looks like he froze himself and shut the station down. That's why you saw the bodies at the entrance without any suits or anything on like that. This wasn't an accident, per se. It was shut down. All the atmosphere was sucked out right then. The generators were set to turn off. Uh, however, it does look like the generators had a timer on it to turn on in about five years from now. Uh, You also find... um, What is that time frame, then? So we came
1: five years early, and the shutoff would have been 10 years ago,
0: 20 years ago? About 20 years ago. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, You also see that um, on one of the feeds, it looks like the system's caught an update uh, right before... The station was shut down too, that um, the company that was funding this, um, the company's name is Vulcanian Biosys, was the name of the company that was funding this station. Uh, the letter that came in said it was this was being bought out, so uh, Vulcanian Biosys was being bought out by another company. It's not mentioned what specific company was buying it out. Um, and it seems odd, but it's very it's very specifically not mentioned in here. And uh, kind of going through stuff, it looks like right after that is when Walter went and froze himself because this station in that letter says, "Hey, we're shutting this down. It's not producing anything. Uh, we're gonna we're just gonna stop providing money to this to this station." So Walter wasn't the top dog.
2: I mean, he might have been the top dog as far as knowing what the research that was going on here was, and what it was actually doing, and he didn't want to shut something down.
1: Uh, just outside of the game, to put it together, uh, Pete, the... What we're seeing on the the systems, uh, are there mentions, from what you've said already, are there mentions of, like, large language model text predictive analysis? Like uh i'm i to figure out where you're going with uh their analysis and if it's where i think it is or not
0: um you can think wherever you want to uh part of it is this is that's the information that this station has that's what that kind of the, the tech speak of what's going on um you're getting the idea based on what happened uh specifically walter is not some run of the mill kind of corporate person uh, he's, he seems to be, he had an entire science station set up to him, so he's probably a savant in, in scientific uh, endeavors in some form or fashion. Um, and based on the two things that it's talking about, he has very high understanding not only of algorithms, uh, computer algorithms, kind of thinking through that, but also chemical and biological uh, knowledge as well. And uh, he definitely didn't put anything in the communications or anything like that that said specifically what he was doing, per se. You've got corporate speak of what was going on, but you're not exactly sure if that's exactly what he was doing or not, or what's going on. Obviously, Walter has made space zombies.
1: I would love there to be enough left of the suit to, to figure out, because I fully suspect the skeletons weren't doing anything. The suits were... And there are literally no zombies, like there are no zombies here uh the 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 skeletons made it creepy, but you could have an empty suit doing exactly what was done here as well that 's my theory
0: uh you can take you you have enough left of the first suit uh, a lot of it is destroyed um because it cut it was cut in half the battery uh kind of had issues you were able to pull it out into vacuum but you know the battery kept disintegrating as as you pulled it out so that kind of central unit i mentioned uh, was mostly destroyed but you can definitely tell taking a look at that suit um that there are servos there are um armature there is things that that the suit itself was made to help the 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 person in it kind of like a an exoskeleton Type of thing, so they could lift more they could do that type of stuff it was set up like that uh so that should be high on our list of priorities of
1: salvage, but I would like to you utilize the net pill managed to find to uh just make sure that particular suit is tied
0: down okay, certainly and you probably could do that early on um it's it didn't move it's not moving the the battery itself that would. Power it is in that central unit, and that had been destroyed. So there's nothing to it that would would necessarily do it. But you can certainly uh, like that. You're going to need to kind of bundle it up. It's in half, so you want to pull it together and keep it together. So that you know, there's multiple reasons to, to tie it together. So for sure,
2: obviously, the server room is probably some of the most important salvage. It's got all the data on it.
0: Yep. Uh, as you well, guys as you guys were looking through all of the terminals as well. Um, Pill's like, yeah, go ahead and do that. She actually went through and got the server room shut down. Hmm. She got skills. Skills we don't know about. Yep. And, uh, she, but- and she had started pulling out servers as well. She's disconnected some and she started like... And if you guys walk in, she's like, okay, I'm getting some of this ready to get taken out. I've been going through and figuring out what we need and what we don't. And she's like, these are the storage units. Uh, we'll take a couple of the, the base systems. They might have some interesting tech in them. They look more... I mean, she's like, they look specialized, but I've seen this type of stuff. We've had them in the company for a while, so unlikely there's anything weird, but maybe Walter did something did something to him. but we definitely want storage, and you, she's just unracking the you know storage systems. Uh, I assume we get the cryo chamber as well. Cryo chamber would be the important one. That's the next thing that... Uh, Pills of two minds on that. She's like, we can take it out right away or we can kind of get the rest of the stuff in because she's like, I think of everything in here, there's a lot of stuff we want. We're going to want to do a data dump of all the the terminals. We're going to want to, you know, take the suits like you got. But she's like, I think between these, the storage and that she's taking out right now, she's like, I think these are really important. And that cryo system is really important. So, um, I think we're not in a spot where we're in any danger, um, So we can take them out now or kind of leave those to the last thing. But either way that 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 happens, you know, it's going to take you, like I said, it's going to take a week or two of just disassembling things. Uh, The cryo chamber, it takes a bit to kind of figure out, like, it's segmented into systems. It had to get in here somehow. Um, And same type of thing and taking it out. There's cables that you guys do, like the due diligence, write down what's plugged in where, what's going on and you unplug it and kind of disconnect it unbolt it do all that type of stuff and, and get it out into your ship uh, so probably from the time you got onto to Aris Station uh, and met Walter uh, you probably spent you know probably about three to four weeks on the station uh, you know the first few hours were very uh, <laughs> entertaining uh, the last you know three to four weeks were a lot of that just general pulling stuff up, looking at stuff, and then pulling stuff apart and burying it from the station to your ship. Did Pill report back? Uh,
1: yeah. Yep. So, somebody besides us knows about an escape pod. Yep. Um, I guess then the only question I have, do we know about escape pods capabilities to travel faster than
0: light. Um typically uh they wouldn't uh have anything. Um but it is entirely possible that you could put something on it. Like okay. again, typically it'd be a very big expense, like faster than light travel is possible, but it's also not like the engines and stuff aren't cheap and to make them small enough to fit in that ship it's possible there's nothing that says it can't be done, but again, it's a lot of the times that type of thing would be a single trip, type of idea. It's not made to have regeneration generators and all that type of stuff to power it back up. So it's kind of a one way, one way trip in that, uh, and would be very expensive. So typically, again, you have the like if you've got small ships like that, you have a big ship that you put everything in. That big ship gets you somewhere, and then the little ships are there for kind of local type of jobs, whatever that is. Uh,
2: I assume in the investigation um, of the station, we'd figure out where the exact pod was launched from at some point? Yep. Like, at yep. the station? And then, um, was it the only pod there? Because there was one One person running in the crew. You typically would have more escape pods enough, or is it the pod itself big enough to accommodate the entire crew?
0: Nope. There was one pod. It was big enough for one person. It was set up, as far as you can tell... Uh, the only person that had access to that pod was Walter himself, and there are no other pods. In fact, that was set up, like I said, when you saw that external video. Part of the asteroid was blown out away from the the station, the asteroid station, the whole thing, to create a crater where that pod could get out. It didn't go. It was hidden in a spot that only Walter had access. It looked like it was made to be not. Completely hidden, but then again, it was also in the cryo area, which may or may not had a lot of access from other crew. Uh, but nope, there were no other pods. There is one way in, one way out, other than this pod is when the second way.
2: Trajectory of where it may have ejected the pod at all? Like did it go down to the planet's surface?
0: Did it go to? You go back the- through. You go back through video. Um, And the video wasn't set... Like, the external sensors on the station aren't uh, elaborate um, and everything like that. And the video kind of showed the outside, but he went off-screen, and from there, who knows? What about our ship? Uh, Your ship? uh, You end up doing some research on that. uh, And it looks like uh, he went to the other side of the planet. And at that point, your sensors lost him. Well, I guess... That's problem solved for us.
1: And we'll no, end it... We would have seen him come back around the other side of the planet in like mm-hmm.
0: 60 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it takes to... If he was in orbit, yep. yep. All right, and we'll end it there. That was exciting. You guys have some some clues and mysteries that, that you've got going on. You've got a ship full of salvage, very important salvage to head back uh, to to take back to your... <laughs> to Noveman Dynamics. For, for taking the, the AI <laughs> evil entity back to
2: the corporation. That sounds like a great plan.
0: No, that I mean, you know, the suits we're calling father, there's there's nothing in there that's nah, no. Can can't be possible. Nothing bad's gonna happen with that stuff. Uh but like that, you get it back to Novman Dynamics, and from there, uh we'll come back on next time. Uh, and of course, uh, like that, your contract has you you listed for a little bit here, so you'll have another another salvage mission that you guys are going to end up uh, going on, and uh, um, we'll go from there.
2: Can some of the equipment maybe not get added to the manifest or, or get lost along yeah, the way,
0: like a plasma launcher, little <laughs> it's things like it, that?
2: Yeah, it, it just just some things that like were not important that that just didn't make it onto the manifest.
0: Yep, there's a couple things that you can definitely keep off there. Um anything like if you were to try and keep some of the um some of the servers or something like that, they would notice that missing. Um but, you know, like a a plasma gun that's pretty standard type of stuff, you know, they're not even she's, you know, pills like we I'm not worried about bringing armaments back. We've got enough of those if we need them. There's nothing special in them, so she's like leave it. But she's um, like that you- the
2: only there was only one plasma gun found on the entire station?
0: Yep, there was one in the locker. Yep. So. Alright. Well, thank you both, and we'll see where you go next time and what you find out. Thank you.